0: NOAA scientists are about to head out on a mission to learn more about coral reef ecosystems and fish habitats in the Caribbean. And NOS Education just launched a new online game this week for kids. Those stories are coming up today on Making Waves from NOAA's National Ocean Service. Ocean Service scientists are heading out to sea on the NOAA ship Nancy Foster. They're going to the Caribbean for a two-week mission to study coral reef ecosystems and fish habitats off the coast of Vieques, that's an island just off the east coast of Puerto Rico. It's the sixth year that NOAA has returned to survey U.S. territorial waters near Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands at the request of commonwealth agencies and local scientists in the region. What's so special about this region? Well, it's home to sensitive coral reef habitats and marine life that we need to carefully manage and protect. But in order to manage these natural resources, we need to learn more about the seafloor and the creatures that live there. We have good shallow water seafloor maps for many areas of the U.S. parts of the Caribbean, but we don't know much about the seafloor and deeper waters. This upcoming cruise is the latest in a series of annual missions to help change that. Researchers from the Ocean Service's Center for Coastal Monitoring and Assessment Biogeography Branch, that's part of the National Centers for Coastal Ocean Science, We'll be deploying high-tech tools to map the deeper waters near Puerto Rico, but they aren't just mapping the bottom, they're also mapping the marine life that lives there. They're going to use multi-beam sonar to collect high-resolution ocean depth information and to gather information about the hardness and roughness of the ocean floor. Multi-beam sonar works by pulsing the sea bottom with a series of sound waves and recording the reflected echoes as the sound bounces back. And they're also going to capture underwater video imagery of seafloor habitats using a remotely operated vehicle. And this is the cool part. The scientists will then plot this sonar and video data on a seafloor map and then add in coral ecosystem and fish census data. Taken together, this will help researchers learn more about the relationships between species in the area and their natural habitats. In other words, they're putting together a very sophisticated detailed map tying together physical and biological information of the area. The result is what scientists call a habitat utilization model. And With these accurate maps, resource managers will have the information they need so they can make better decisions about how to protect these fragile areas. This type of mapping seafloor habitat is a key part of what's known as ecosystem-based coral reef management. Traditionally seafloor habitat mapping in the US Caribbean has involved technologies like aerial photography and satellite imagery. While these technologies are useful for mapping the distribution and status of shallow water coral reef ecosystems, their use is limited to depths at which seafloor features are visible and that's about 98 feet. But multi-beam sonar and underwater vehicle scanning allows the scientists to go much deeper to map areas that we don't know much about. When the researchers put together the shallow and deep water maps, They get a nearly seamless habitat map from coastal shores all the way down to about a 1,000 meters. That's about 3,280 feet. And what this does is provide a very detailed snapshot about what's going on down there, where the corals are, what's living there, the places that certain species prefer, water quality at different depths, and much more. And all of this information tells planners and managers many things. For example, how underwater areas are doing how well marine protected areas are working, or if certain areas need to be more protected. The maps can also help managers figure out if some areas can be more open to fishing or other human uses, how well no fishing zones are working, and where hot spots are. Those are special places with extra rich and diverse sea life. If you want to learn more about the project, visit our website at oceanservice.noaa.gov. From there you can link to the main site for the research crews, And here you'll be able to read daily activity logs from the scientists aboard the Nancy Foster. And you can view daily photos and videos from the research crews. And you can also look back at the past years of research and see what they were up to. And that cruise runs from March 23rd to April 3rd. And it's sponsored by NOAA, the Caribbean Fishery Management Council, and the Coral Reef Conservation Program. My name is Oscar. I'm Valerie. I haven't eaten since I left home. Left home? Why? Our home is dying. There is no food and almost no life left at all. I need to find the Oracle. She is supposed to be very wise. Maybe she can help heal our estuary. What's an estuary? An estuary is where rivers meet the sea. The fresh water from the rivers mixes with salt water from the ocean. What happened to it? Well, you can find out in the new Ocean Service Education online game called Water Life, Where the Rivers Meet the Sea. This new Flash-based game premiered this week after a year of development in a partnership with some very talented students with Montgomery College's Computer Gaming and Simulation program here in Maryland. Water Life provides science instruction for students at the 4th through 7th grade levels through a series of gaming challenges. Students join a young girl named Valerie and Oscar the Sea Otter, who we just heard from a moment ago, and a clam, well, I'll just let the clam introduce himself. My name is Mossels von Oysterstein, but you may call me the Claminator! So, together, this group journeys to save an estuary on the west coast of the United States. And along the way, players learn about the factors that produce healthy estuaries and food webs, and why estuaries are essential to both ocean life and to humans. Players tackle trash cleanup, remove obstructions in waterways, replant the habitat to bring back food webs, and battle the pollution monster to restore Oscar's home. Well, the game is a lot of fun, but it also provides an opportunity to learn, not only about our nation's biologically rich and economically important estuaries, but about NOAA's National Estuarine Research Reserve System, and that's a network of 27 estuary areas established for long-term stewardship, research, and education. Waterlife is part of a newly launched online Planet Arcade called Games at NOAA. And that's at games at NOAA.gov. And this is a portal to a variety of games and interactive activities that highlight the science and the activities of NOAA and NOAA's partners. We're going to sit down with one of the key people behind Waterlife in a few weeks to talk more about this game and about how gaming is being used more and more in education. And again, that games portal is at games.noaa.gov. Well, that's all for this episode. If you have any questions about the podcast this week, about the National Ocean Service, or about our ocean, you can send us an email. We're at nos.info at Now let's bring in the ocean. This is Making Waves from NOAA's National Ocean Service. See you next week.